Welcome to the Sports Talker with T.J. Walker, presented by Allen Electric. And now, here's T.J. Walker. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday to you here on 1450, the Sports Buzz. Sorry about missing yesterday. Not my call. The Reds were playing, so I was off the air. Although it worked out well, Trevor. I told you on Tuesday that my allergies were acting up. Um, We got... Much worse yesterday, so I'm glad that I got a, a day to take a break. And then last night was pretty bad. This morning was pretty bad. I'm feeling better now, so I'm hoping it's on the way out. You do Time. sound a little congested. I'm not going to lie. Uh, yeah, I, I, I am a little congested. Um, blow my nose a lot, but I, I last night and earlier this morning kind of just felt like a cold, you know, body was aching, none of that fun stuff, uh, but <clears throat> feeling better now. So that's the good news. Uh, and we've got plenty to talk about today because college football, Trevor, starts in just about two hours when the season kicks off. You'll and hear college football in three hours on this radio station. You will? Western Kentucky? That's correct, sir. And, and that is a, uh, from a gambling standpoint, that's a fun game to look at. There is a lot going on in that game. I, I think the over-under is set way too high for, for Vanderbilt's offense, which is just terrible. Which would be, gotta, what, like 22 points, 20 points for Vanderbilt's perspective of their offense? you got to remember, this is a Vanderbilt team that is <sighs> last season against Kentucky, and you can't always look at last season when pointing to the next season, but I, their offense didn't get better, in my opinion. They didn't score an offensive touchdown against UK, and that was the Kentucky team that gave up nearly 44 points a game in their final six games, and and Vanderbilt failed to score an offensive touchdown on that team. Uh, so I, I think not only does Western Kentucky get the win, I, I think it could be a blowout, and I, I don't think it will be as high scoring as everybody's going to make it out to be. Yes, I know how good Western Kentucky's offense is, but uh, Vanderbilt actually probably known for their defense if they're known for anything. Uh, actually probably known for off-the-field issues. I was going to say, if they're known for anything, that's known for their education. It has nothing to do with athletics. Well, <laughs> if you want to talk about Vanderbilt as a whole, if you want to talk about Vanderbilt football, unfortunately they're known for off-the-field off the stuff that's gone on lately. Hey, but they don't need TV, your permission, TJ. That's neither here nor... Jeez, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, if I was a Western Kentucky fan, I'd go to the game with that sign and just... Put it in the athletic director's face and say, "What are you thinking?" Every time Western scores, they should open up a sign that says, "Did we get your permission?" <laughs> you know, not, I don't really want to make jokes about that or using puns for it like that. But I, what a joke of a program Vanderbilt football is, and we're off to a good start today. Yes, we are. Uh, we've got plenty to talk about, and again, if my voice, if I sound congested it's because i am uh if i sound if my voice sounds obnoxious uh then it's probably just a normal day but maybe a little more obnoxious with with being clogged up uh, but i i'm maybe i just feel better trevor because i'm running on momentum now just knowing that college football is right around the corner south carolina unc there's good games for a thursday night tcu minnesota which is also interesting from a, a gambling perspective you've got michigan going going to Utah, uh, which will obviously be exciting. A lot of good games tonight, and we're going to talk about those. Uh, Rutgers football program is laughable. We'll talk uh, why, as they had uh, – the reason why is they had five football players arrested after practice today with the cops waiting outside. I don't think 90 minutes is enough time to describe why Rutgers football is laughable. 
Yeah, it, it's probably not. And man, remember when Rutgers football was a, was a thing? It was only a I, thing I for like it. three seasons. I don't really. I, I don't, don't want to say. I don't want to say the thing, but I just want to say it was a thing. Like it was cute. It was fun. They cost. You know, they kept Louisville potentially out of the national championship game. Which, man, you think about that too. That's uh, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Keep uh, reminding me of that, buddy. I appreciate that. <laughs> That was, uh, they were a thing at one point. And then now their athletic program as a whole, including their football program, has just been, uh, Dan Wolken said it best on Twitter today, that it's almost turning into a verb when you say Rutgers. <laughs> like you're going to end up Ruckering something. Um, Don't want to get Munsoned. Which is true. <laughs> also, we're going to talk Kentucky. We're going to talk Louisville. Their games aren't tonight, but they're close enough. Uh, and, and tomorrow we'll we'll talk more about those games as well as we'll be live out of Thornton's in southern Indiana. What street is that on, Trevor? Uh, that's, street? that's on East 202 East 10th Street. It's right off the exit. Uh, I believe it's exit one if you're coming over the Kennedy Bridge. You get off at exit one. Uh, they changed some of the exits around because of the construction, so I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's exit one uh, right between exit two, which is Eastern Boulevard, if you're coming to our station. Uh, but you got to exit one, you get off there, and it'll be right there in front of you across from the Dairy Queen. And we'll be giving away Indiana football tickets. Yep. Uh, we're giving away a few different things, Trevor. Got some concert tickets uh, available for those that maybe are a little uh, fancy towards Billy Idol or maybe Stone Temple Pilots. We'll have some tickets of theirs as well uh, with some concert promotions we're doing as well as IU football tickets. That's correct. Now, I'll be honest. I don't know much about Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, I'm, I'm that's the concert I'm hoping. Uh, if, they don't, if, if I can't win the tickets myself tomorrow, I don't know if I'm eligible or not, but I'm going to that concert. I was a big ST. That's my generation. That's my early 90s grunge wheelhouse. I, I'm a big STP fan. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's nice. Uh, we'll be up there tomorrow, and then we're, we're going to have. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm glad I'm glad you found it nice. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to be positive, Trevor, instead of me saying, well, I don't know who those people are. Uh, I want to say, you know, that's nice that you like them, and and it's it's your generation back in the '60s, early <laughs> '70s. That's you know, it is what it is, and that's okay. Uh, so, and also we'll give our picks of the week, PT picks of the week tomorrow. Be joined by uh, Big Bag. He'll call into the show to give his. Uh, so we'll try to win you some money this football season. It's going to be a, a fun next two days. Now, on today's show, we were going to get. Somebody on that covers Louisiana Lafayette, familiar with Louisiana Lafayette, and, and you all can probably guess who is in charge of getting that person on the show when I tell you we're not going to have anybody on the show. Damn you, Charlie. <laughs> you can't pin it off on the imaginary Charlie. Uh, in my defense, one, there's I can only found three beat writers listed, that, or three people in general that cover Louisiana, according to... Uh, my uh, my resource book, which is the Writers Association, Football Writers Association, and I contacted all of them. I did not track them on Twitter, even though I think two of them didn't even have Twitter handles. Uh, but I did email everyone and got no response. I'm assuming our friend Tabby from the from Louisiana Monroe got in everyone's ear down there, and now they're they're rejecting to come on to talk to a UK guy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Tabby was behind this entire thing. I'm blaming Tabby. Is that she probably is. I wonder what she's up to nowadays. I wonder if she's excited to cover another year of Louisiana Monroe. <laughs> Who wouldn't be? Ooh, actually, matter of fact. You do know, you do realize this is a little fun fact about Louisiana Monroe. Their only Division One win in their first ever Division One season was against Kentucky. Uh, I did not know that. That was the uh, 94 season when Kentucky went 1-10, and their only win was against Louisville. 
man, what a weird year. I was, was alive back then, but I wasn't, uh, you know, old enough to really take in college football. And so their only win was against Louisville. The first game of the season, I never forgot. I went with, I went to the game with. Uh, that was the first ever U by UK game. I went with a UK friend, and during the game, he kept telling me, and I'm still friends with him. I still remind him of this to this day. I don't care if we don't win another game all year long, as long as we win this one. And then, lo and behold, they didn't win another game all year long, including losing to the first-year Division One school, Louisiana Monroe. That's generally the, uh, the Louisville mindset. Well, that's uh, that's what happens it. when Bill Curry's your coach. <laughs> of how they approach a season. Now, Trevor, what do you want me to do if I've got a cough uh, on the air today? Because I, I don't have the you wow. know, I don't have the butt. I'm not in studio. Um, I, I freaked you out yesterday. Well, the other day, exactly, but... Uh, I would think there'd be a way you could tell me maybe uh, so I can talk and you can cover, you can not have to cough into the mic, but I don't know any way of doing that either. We just come cough something. You know what? Let's just go all natural today. Let it all you hang know, actually, out. I think there is a mute button that I can use on my Skype. You got to remember guys, we're not in a fancy schmancy studio. Trevor is. No. I'm not. I, I do the show from, from home, uh, to, to be able to bring it to you and the quality's good. It's all fun stuff. Uh, I, there, I think there's a mute button on my Skype, so maybe if I've got a cough, I'll hit that, and hopefully at that time you'll be you'll be talking, and we won't have to worry about anything. Uh, a little update on on our girl Tabby, Trevor. It looks like she got out of the media game. Oh, that's too bad. She says she's a multimedia producer at CenturyLink. CenturyLink, the realtor. Um, no, I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe. I, I'm not sure. I'm not familiar with uh, what what Tabby does. Are you on? How did you, how did you discover this? Did you like find her on Facebook or Twitter? Um, yeah, on Twitter. I looked her up on Twitter. Okay. So man, it, we you should have tried to get. Yeah, her. I wonder if she was. Did UK media ruin her for the media business? That's what you know. What that is a uh, congratulations. That could have done it, Trevor. Okay. Congr- you know, she was obviously incredibly. Well, I, you know, I hate saying this about a cancer survivor because she did survive, survive cancer and, and good for her. But she was very clearly thin-skinned when it came to covering football games. Does that make me a bad person that I'm saying that? No, I mean, especially the fact that most people found it unwarranted in terms of her accusations, then uh, no. Right, let, let me put it this way. Tabby as a person away from covering football games, I'm sure is awesome. She's a mom. <laughs> She's a cancer survivor. Both of those things are not easy. So round of applause for Tabby as a human being. Now her as a media member, it, it didn't work out. And then you know what? There's some people, Trevor, that are great people, but maybe they shouldn't have the job that they had. And, and maybe Tabby was fell in that category. And now she's she's being a multimedia producer elsewhere. I get that. Is, which is smart. Uh, and, and maybe maybe she does maybe she's not a mom. Um, I, I might have just made that up. So uh, <laughs> you know, ignore that. But being a cancer survivor in its in its own right is uh, is pretty badass. Who would so, make that up? <laughs> I, I I thought I saw that, but now that I'm rereading things about her, I, I, that may have not actually been true. Um, I mean, but you, it's neither. If you're gonna make some up, be like she's a Gemini or something. It's I mean, neither. Don't... It's, it's neither here nor there. But maybe she wasn't fit for the job that she had. She was having a bad day. She was thin-skinned and went on that rant, wrote a column, and it was just it, it has made me a lifelong person that's going to keep tabs on Tabby. <laughs> Terry Terry's tabs on Tabby, uh, a segment coming every Tuesday and Thursday. Or we just give you the update on what Tabby is, and we'll we'll stalk her phone maybe. 
I'll tell you, Ta- Tabby today spent three hours at Kroger's. And there is a, uh, this is a good segue. You know, also probably wasn't, I don't know if they're a bad or good person. Um, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinions, but you know who also probably wasn't good at their job as well and should get out of their profession? I told you, I have no other else to go. This is our segue <laughs> into Kim Davis. Ah, uh, yes. And, and thanks to you, I know who that is now. Yeah, so you've done your homework? Well, no, I just remembered you telling me about it the other day. All right, here comes a cough, Trevor, so, so do your best here. I remember you uh, defining, to, to, to getting mad at me for not realizing uh, the major media things that are going on outside the world of sports on Tuesday, and I remember her name. It's not an easy name did to remember. You, Plus, did, I have seen it in the headlines a couple times on Twitter and stuff. Did you hear the cough? I did not. Oh, look at us. Hey, look for... at us. <laughs> Two guys doing a radio show that are probably truly, truly idiots because uh, we get excited <laughs> that I figured out how to mute my coffee and on the air because I'm sick. We're making uh, strides is... in America. If you want to advertise with the sports talker with TJ Walker, <laughs> call into the Hawksworth Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram buzz line. We're having fun. I, I Thank you, be, Alan Electric. <laughs> I, I may be a little buzz from the cough medicine, Trevor. Here we go. Are you I'm hopped kidding. up on Mountain Dew? <laughs> I'm kidding. I haven't taken any cough medicine. Probably should, though. Um, but where were we? Kim Davis. Yes, so Kim Davis going to jail. She, uh, so she was sent in and, and was going to have uh, basically a judge tell her if what she did would result in a fine, a slap on the wrist. Maybe the judge would agree with her. That was very, very unlikely to happen. Or she could be held in contempt of the court and be put to jail um you know it's when you are um in contempt of court basically the the judge can do whatever they want for a period of time there was contempt of court back in the day was not a good thing for journalists because uh the judge could really if if they if you wrote something that they didn't like they could just without even a trial or anything like that just put you um, in contempt of court for for hours or even days. Now we call that the Patriot Act. Patriot Act. In, in some situations, yeah. So anyway, so she went down there, and the judge says, "I wasn't going to fine her because I didn't think she could. I, I didn't think she could pay the fines, which that is a major pew if you've ever heard of one. Uh, kind of insulting her. And then she's a government her, employee like he is, though, which is the best part. <laughs> and they well, she she. You know, again, I don't want to insult the lady herself, but um, I don't know how much I talked about this on the air, but because uh, we we didn't have the show yesterday, so I don't know if I brought this up on the air. But you know, it turns out that she's been married three different times, and she had a, uh, a, a, a after her first divorce with her first husband, she had twins, I believe, with her eventual third husband but made her second husband raise those kids. So she's got some issues of her own and, and how she, you know, again, I don't want to be mean, but she's maybe not the most attractive lady in the world. No, she's, pl- she's fugly. Well, again, I wouldn't say that she kind of looks like, and again, not to be mean with all due respect. It, it, what, what movie is it when they say, <laughs> just cause you say with all due respect, you can't just say whatever you want after that. <laughs> I know what, what you're talking movie? about. I can't remember what that is. I'm gonna look it up because that's gonna. Bu- that's. Uh, that's I want to gonna... say it's something like a big. That sounds like a Big Bang Theory reference or something, though. It's Tal. It's Talladega Nights. Oh, okay, one. okay, yeah. Yeah, but with all due respect, she kind of looks like a, a female version of of Ben Franklin. <laughs> she, 
now I'm picturing Ben Franklin in the office walking in talking when they thought he was a stripper. Yeah. <laughs> I'm currently reading a book on Ben Franklin, by the way. I'm so I'm a, I'm a pretty big nerd. I'm looking at uh, a picture of her, by the way. That's why I'm laughing at this because I'm looking at a picture of her, and she does look like Ben Franklin a little bit. A little more hair on the top of the head, obviously, but everywhere else is uh, very similar. But it's receding. Yeah, it is receding a little bit. My mom texted into the show and said, you need to blow your nose. You sound really congested. I am, and I really don't have to blow my nose. It's listen, just, I'm listen to, don't talk back to your mother, TJ. Because I'm a little sick. Um, so, I, you know, I don't want to – I'm not criticizing the way she looks, I'm, I'm, and I'm not – she is entitled to her own opinions. I agree with them. Um, I, well, I, I, don't, I don't agree with her opinions, but she's entitled to those, and that's fine. Everybody's allowed to – people that are protesting – uh, her her views, that's fine. People that are supporting her, that's fine. Th- there's nothing wrong with that. Now, but when you are a government employee, you have to abide by the laws of the government. And now her trying to cite the Bible and this and that with her job, that's not right. You can't do that. Well, people in glass houses shouldn't throw there. rocks, first of all. And I, I read an article the other day. It was pretty funny. They they meant, they meant They quoted some Bible quotes that said... It listed the vow she took when she was elected, and um, she had to basically swear to God that she would abide by the the government laws and rulings and this and that. So she obviously broke that vow that she took. So this article had some Bible verses of uh, that one said, you know, if you ever take a vow, it's a it's a great sin to go against that vow to break it. If you make one, you have to follow. And there's a few of them that were basically along those lines. If you ever make a vow or a promise, you need to fulfill that vow or promise. Um, and then they had another Bible verse that was a quote from Jesus himself, the big, the big J, and that said if you that you should never even take a vow to begin with. So everything she's doing is she, she's making herself out to be this big hypocrite, and she is. So... I, I'm happy to see her jailed. She will be in jail. Now, there were some quotes that came out that she told the judge after being sent to prison uh, that she's going to stay in jail because she's not going to cooperate with the duties uh, and give out marriage license. And the judge just said, all right, well, have fun in jail. We'll talk later. <laughs> enjoy your so that's that. enjoy your lemon cookie and your uh, bologna sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's um, – so that's what's going on with, with Kim Davis. Uh, it's not shedding a a positive light on Kentucky, which again, I'm all for freedom of speech to a certain extent. Again, like I said, not if you're a government employee. So if you're for something, let people know. If you're against something, you let people know. But I hate that it's happening in Kentucky where you have these people lined up across the streets shouting at one another and and trying to, you know, while while I say you have the freedom of speech and do do this and that, I hate that it comes at the cost of trying to limit freedoms of other people. But again, we'll save that for do, another do you think, show. Does it bother you a lot? Because I know you're so, you're very uh, you're big into the, the being from Kentucky, and I have no problem with that. I'm proud of where I come from as well. But does it bother you also that it kind of does give the redneck image that the rest of the nation does kind of portray on Kentucky, which is not completely 100 percent true? Nah. I mean, because when, when, like, when I go out of Kentucky, I mean, people look, when I say I'm from Kentucky, especially like my friends from Ohio, I'd always go, oh, you're wearing shoes. Or, Where's your overalls? Yeah, or, yeah. Well, and this kind of just portrays the, the stereotype, the unfortunate stereotype that Kentucky can't have in certain parts of the state. 
here's the thing. Um, this could happen in any state. Agree. And it, and it has in a lot of states. You remember in Indiana with the business laws and who, if they could refuse to serve certain people. Yep. You know, and that turned into a big thing. This could happen in any state. But for reasons that you mentioned, it doesn't help that it is Kentucky. Kentucky's in the news as, oh, this judge is breaking the rules. And what won't be reported is that many Kentuckians like myself think that she's just a, a total doofus and don't support her any which way. So Kentucky, as a commonwealth for the most part, with the exception of these few people that have supported her in on location, whether it was outside her courthouse or uh, wherever she went today to, to meet the judge, seems like 90% of people are just talking about how big of a hypocrite and loser she is. So that's good to know. But yeah, it doesn't, it, it won't help UK's reputation as a, as a state. But For the record, everyone is a hypocrite in some way or another, though. Yeah. You're, okay. I'm just saying. I'm not. I mean, I'm just. Do I mean, want, she, she's standing up for her belief. No, I'm just saying. I mean, everyone has hypocritical moments, but I'm not saying we should. You should bash her for standing for beliefs, but she shouldn't. I mean, you can believe in one thing, but you also have to do your job, and it's a lot to hand out the, the the marriage certificate, so she needs to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Okay. I I I will agree with you that maybe everybody's a hypocrite, but that seems like a a big can of worms. <laughs> well, that, yeah. that, that no one's like perfect. Trevor, basically, no one's perfect is what I'm saying. That seems like a conversation after having maybe a few funny brownies. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I haven't had any brownies today. But don't the, the day ain't over. <laughs> All right, we're going to uh, take a commercial break. We'll come back. We'll we'll steer the conversation towards football, uh, probably. No promises. We'll be right back here on 1450 Sports Bus. Involved on the show. Call the Oxmoor Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram Buzz Line. What number did you call? Two, four, niner, five, six, seven. At 502-384-1450. I can't hear you. You're trailing off. And did I catch a niner in there? Were you calling from a walkie-talkie? No, it was cordless. Mm -hmm. Presented by Allen Electric. Fourth buzz, Trevor. I know you you were wondering. It is Throwback Thursday, so we will do that later on in the show. How does that make you feel? Woohoo! So we'll we'll see how you do. Are we doing? Uh, are we going alma maters again? And uh, if so, do I get to know the the uh, theme before we go going into it? You don't get to know the theme. You figure out the theme. And that's like two trivia contests in one. Well, the, if you can figure out one, it'll help you with the other. That's true. I don't know. You know, uh, that's you can figure it out. You're a smart guy. I'm sure you'll be able to figure out today's music theme as well. I have liked the music so far, which kind of scares me for how the music will be later on. It's a Nas kind of day. Yeah. Okay. 
That's uh, that that sounds good to me. Tomorrow, I think I'm going to go all Madden 16 soundtrack. I've been playing it so much the last couple of days that all the songs have been stuck in my head. Uh, man, I miss the the good old Madden soundtracks. Oh man, there, this, this year's is a good one. I mean, it's, I, I I don't know. The term "good" is kind of loosely used, but I mean, it, when I say "good," I mean it's it's a catchy soundtrack to get stuck in your head. I mean, and there's there's a there's a list like a top five of them I've always had. Last year's uh, NBA or 2K15 was a real good one. They got stuck in my head really a, a ton. Uh, the one of the earlier Maddens that had a Bon Jovi song on it had a Andrew WK or Andrew W something song on it that was really catchy that would get stuck in my head a lot. Uh, but this year's Maddens, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a very catchy soundtrack that I've caught myself singing many a times. Yeah, I mean. Those songs, you play the game so much. This was back when I was a kid. You're a little older, Trevor, but there's nothing wrong with being a gamer. But those songs really... Well, yeah, you, really, you hear them all the time. Yeah, yeah, stick in your head. Uh, anyways, we touched on this earlier. Five Rucker football players were arrested basically minutes after practice. Uh, they were arrested in connection with a home invasion and also assault. Uh, that's that's not a good look for your program. There were at, athletic director, the athletic directors out there, the coaches were out there, and there were a lot of cops, and they were still practicing when all this was going on. They go back, they change, they're told that hey, you're you're getting arrested, and they leave. There's they were now they're suspended indefinitely. Uh, that's not not a good look, I, I would say. No, it's it's never a good never a good sign when you're having players arrested for for any reason, especially uh, right before a football season. I, yeah, I, I could think there's a lot. There's a long list of things that are better. Now, what was the, what were the actual charges? I believe was it uh, just basically burglary, burglar, a home invasion, robbing? home invasion, and then there's uh, assault charges, um, an unprovoked attack uh, with a student. His jaw his jaw ended up broken, and uh, they they found this out. Because the university was doing a, a, a their own investigation on the coach Kyle Flood, yeah. Uh, who Kyle Flood hasn't had a good tenure there. Um, he 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 kind of only he, one coach in a hundred years has ever had a good tenure at Rutgers. Let's be honest. That's true, and they've been playing football for a while. Actually, it's uh, the birthplace of college football. At least that's what it says on their uh, when you play at Rutgers in the old college football games on the video. Uh, it would say on the on the stands the birthplace of college football. I noticed that every time I'd score a touchdown with Louisville on him. In in Kyle Flood also, uh, he contacted professors about players' grades. Um, he didn't like the academic status of of one of his players, and that you know that goes against what the the university policy is with coaches and contacting professors. And uh, it, it's been a disastrous tenure for him there. Uh, just as the season starts. Now, you do have to remember, Illinois just fired their football coach. Trevor, uh, which which program is in a worse, worse situation as the season starts uh, for some schools tonight, other schools on Saturday? Uh, are we talking about football program in particular? Because if we're talking about entire programs, it's got to be Illinois. They're going through so many issues with the basketball and the women's girls team as well. Uh, that Their probably overall program is in the uh, under toilet. Uh, to, to throw the football programs on the problems on top of it, but just in football in general, honestly, I'd say Illinois because this is in Rutgers' case. Yes, this is obviously a black eye, no pun intended, with the uh, assault, the assault charges being added. 
but it's it's the play it's the players being in some cases just bad apples maybe you know, being out of control and in a small case of maybe what five or six kids amongst 50 kids in Illinois case so you're talking about a coach a grown man who should know better and you would think wouldn't should know better I'm trying to go Bud Kilmer from Varsity Blues on his kids by giving them Corazon shots at halftime on broken legs so they can go out and score one more touchdown to make his salary go up more. Yeah, I'm. I think I'm leaning towards Rutgers is worse. Really, you're leaning yeah, towards more the the, 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 the the kids being stupid and obviously making mistakes, which you see happen on probably a handful to anywhere between five and ten schools almost a year, and opposed to a coach being. Basically, unethical in, in so many ways by putting kids' lives in danger, possibly because even though he should know better. But here's the thing: that that is that's terrible. That's not good. But one is it worse than trying to bribe? You know, I don't know if he tried to bribe teachers, but is it contacting teachers because you're unhappy about their grades? And you have to assume maybe he talked about if there's something they can do, this and that. Uh, is it worse than that? Probably a little bit. Playing, Making your guys play injured is probably worse than that, but not by much in my book. But then you also just had players arrested directly out of practice. <laughs> and media was there to talk to the coaches, so they witnessed this entire thing go down. At least Illinois took care of their problem. And yes, they're in a hole as the season begins, and they're going to have to figure that stuff out. But they took care of it. Now they're moving forward. Uh, Rutgers is just doing an investigation on Flood, and they just had a bunch of players arrested. It's not looking good for him, and they're going to have to make a decision. Do we fire a coach after week one? Because you know they're going to let him coach this weekend. Do we fire the coach after week one and then have to do – Figure things out. He's been with Rutgers since 2005, Trevor. This is a guy that has been there for a long time. Uh, and, and he's doing okay as a head coach. A lot better than Illinois' coach that was fired. Yeah. But I, I, this is they're in a worse situation. Uh, I mean, you're kind of picking apples and oranges a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, I just lean towards the, the Illinois. At least they still have a coach and Rutgers does, at least. Illinois doesn't even have that. Are they just promoting the offensive coordinator? Yeah, but you know that's 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 clearly just you have to do that because you can't hire an outside person this close to the season. I can't imagine if if you're letting your head coach go for the accusations that he has been accused of, there, then there's no way members of his staff were not. I wouldn't say involved in it, but did not know about it. I mean, they had to know about it. There's no way they know, and if they didn't know about it, then they should be fired just for being ignorant and not knowing yeah. about it. Yeah, and not seeing it happening in front of you. So, the the, the these guys, the, the coaching staff that is staying on at Illinois is clearly just waiting for the end of the year before they move on themselves. Otherwise, if Illinois could hire somebody from outside, it's this close season. One hundred percent positive they would have done it. One hundred percent. Yeah, they 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 probably would, but they also you know didn't have their own players uh, go in handcuffs, put off <laughs> the pads, and put on the cuffs. Right after practice. I mean, just a terrible look for the program. Too bad it's what in Idaho. Nobody in the media would have seen it. Exactly. They're not allowed exactly. to go to practices. And the ones that are the, and the ones that are have refused to go now. <laughs> can we start the Petrino to Rutgers uh, movement? Uh, Paul Petrino? 
Yeah. Uh, Rutgers. I don't I don't I don't think Paul Petrino's getting any head coaching jobs after Idaho anytime soon right away. That's just what they need. They need a, a gritty guy like Paul Petrino to get in that program and train things up. Wasn't that pretty much um, – I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the chopping wood guy that was there before Kyle Greg Yeah, that's it. that was his kind of mindset. He was that uh, – You know what? Greg Schiano's a psychopath, and it, it's starting to seem like Kyle Flood is a psychopath as well. What is going on at Rutgers? <laughs> it's, it's the, it's the, I blame New Jersey. <laughs> It'll do it to you. Yeah. Uh, it's, <laughs> uh, so since you failed to get somebody on from Louisiana Lafayette to talk about – uh, the raging Cajuns. Should we do that amongst ourselves? Um, I don't know if you'll talk as fondly about them as a uh, beat writer would. Um, yeah, and I don't know as much about them as a beat writer would. Probably. But I do. I, I know some things. I know stuff, Trevor. You know stuff. I'm good, uh, good to know. I do know that they have a very, very talented running back in Elijah McGuire, yep. who was the Sunbelt Player of the Year. I know that he is uh, incredibly gifted and talented, and he's going to be the person that makes this offense go. I know that they've got some big questions at quarterback. They lost their their three-year starter last year. Yeah, and and they've got some big questions at. uh, They've got some big questions on on the entire defensive side of the ball. They're going to be without a guy, a quarterback, who's going to start because of some academic concerns. Uh, so I don't think they, they have they announced their starter yet at quarterback. I don't believe they have. No, they have not announced their starter, and they're not going to up until the week, uh, the week of. It will likely, by my inside sources, um, is going to be Brooks Hack, who sounds like a, a character in a movie. <laughs> he he will likely be the starter, but we'll see. And I'm not going to come in here and act like I know Brooks Hack is a great quarterback. He was uh, 20 of 23 last year with two touchdowns and no interceptions. Woo, look at that efficiency. Yeah. That's not bad. He's 6'1", uh, 220 pounds, 212 pounds, a junior. I mean, he's from Katy, Texas. That's where De'Aaron Fox is. That's where he's from. The, the right. recruit UK fans want to want to get so badly. Um, but he's going to be the likely the starting quarterback. Here's the thing. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette shouldn't come in and win. We don't need to talk about is Kentucky going to get upset? Uh, is there some issues or concerns on that front? They're not going to. But you can take some things away from this game that I think would be a positive. UK is going to be thin on the front line defensively. Uh, and Louisiana Lafayette's going to try to run, 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 run. Because they do have Elijah McGuire. He rushed for over uh, 1,200 yards last year. He is uh, He's really good. He's a junior. Really quick, really shifty, and they're going to probably give him you know, I would imagine 25-plus carries, 20 to 25-plus carries. Well, you got to so, remember with Raging Cajuns as well, he, they're going to run the ball with him, but this is a team last year that had three guys with 145 carries or more, and including one, Elijah McGuire, who had 166, wasn't even number one on the team. Alonzo Harris, a senior, had 172 carries. So they're going to come at you in waves with other running backs as well that maybe aren't as experienced as Elijah this year. Yeah, uh, but he – you love to split hairs, Trevor. <laughs> yeah, they're going to rush the ball a lot. Who cares who's running it? Uh, but Elijah well, McGuire is probably going to be the guy that's going to get 75% of the carries. I'd say, yeah, 70% maybe. Okay, 70%. Jeez. Jeez. So, 
the the point is, Kentucky's not going to lose this game, but it will be fun to see them go against a really talented running back. Elijah McGuire is a guy that could play a lot of places, get some carries at a lot of places. He is really quick. He's he's going to be the type of guy that Kentucky's going to see plenty of in the SEC. Now they'll go against better offensive lines, and they'll go against better quarterbacks, and they'll go against better wide receivers, and they will even go against some better running backs too. But it'll be a good early season test. I'll, I'll, and how you can contain him if you can slow him down. Uh, he Yeah, he had a few bad games last season against Ole Miss. He had 66 yards on, on 10 carries as Ole Miss blew them out. But, you know, you want to keep him in that range if possible. He's going to get more than 10 carries, I can guarantee you that. But that's kind of the, the benchmark. Don't let him have a big game. And I think that would be very – that would make UK's front line, a thin front line like I mentioned, I think it'd give you confidence in that front line heading into an SEC game like South Carolina. I'd say here's my breakdown of the game. Best case scenario for Kentucky. They're able to move the ball through the air, which shouldn't be too much of a problem, or on the ground, to be honest with you, against Louisiana Lafayette. He's defensively not very good. It shows from last year's the team that gave up more than 30 points more than a half dozen times last season. In fact, only held two opponents under 10 points, and that was Nevada and South Alabama. So, I'm let me rephrase that. Three, I forgot about Southern. Their non-major win at forty-five to six, but they also gave up over fifty points once and over forty points three times. So the offense, defensively, obviously not a good team. So best case scenario, Kentucky is able to move the ball, which shouldn't be a problem, and able to outscore Lafayette by probably twenty-one points or more. Despite the fact that Lafayette can still probably run the ball, and maybe put up 50, maybe fourteen or twenty-one themselves. Now, worst case scenario for Kentucky, they give up defensively, have no idea how to stop the run game and are giving up five yards or more a carry on average. They turn the ball over and struggle moving the ball and offensively lose a turnover battle and end up finding themselves in the fourth quarter in a game that's only within 10 points, give or take them up or down. Yeah. (laughs) I I can make up made up scenarios too. (laughs) Can you? I can. Um, But you know, you're, you're, you're right to a certain point. If Elijah McGuire has a big game on the ground, he rushes for 150 yards. Because Kentucky's not losing this game, Trevor. They're not. Now, if it's close, that would be concerning. We can talk about those different scenarios tomorrow or, or maybe later on the show. I don't today. think Kentucky's losing in any situation either. But a worst case scenario, they only win by 10 points, maybe. That's, to yeah, me, that's yeah. frightening looking forward for Kentucky. Yes, that, that wouldn't be ideal. But I'm talking more positional. I'm I'm thinking long-term stuff. And yes, a unit on defense, a unit on offense could have a bad game in week 1 and that doesn't that's not going to be the outlier for the entire season. They're not that doesn't mean if uh, UK can't stop the ground game in week 1, they're going to to get punished every week. Now, it wouldn't be ideal. It wouldn't give you reason to believe that they're going to be able to stop SEC teams, but it, it's not necessarily true. But if Elijah McGuire has a big game, UK fans are going to be frightened heading into South Carolina and, and some other game, pretty much everybody else that they're going to play. But the, the good SEC teams on the ground, which basically seem like all of them, they wouldn't have reasons to be confident. So you can take a lot away from the positional matchups in this game. Kentucky should win all of them. Uh, you shouldn't let a quarterback who hasn't started a game before, that's first name is Brooks, dominate you. That, that shouldn't happen. First of all, what does his name have to do with anything? Why is, just because his name is Brooks doesn't mean he's going to have to suck. Because it sounds like he'd be on a – it sounds like he'd be in Friday Night Lights. <laughs> hey, that, that quarterback looks- played well. 
Okay, that, what that, was his name? Uh, McConnell, McKinnell. And he's from Katy, Texas. Maybe he's in Friday Night Lights. What was the yeah, name of that Brooke quarterback? Has, he's gonna, he's gonna. Brooks is gonna lead us to a state championship. <laughs> oh, is that old Hacks boy? Yep, that's old Hacks boy. Ugh. This arm ready to throw for two thousand yards next season. Yeah, Thirteen bro. starters, twenty-two Letterman, looking good. <laughs> that's uh, old Brooks. But you, you can't let a quarterback like him beat you. And yes, this is going to be the first college game for a lot of UK secondary. Uh, that's that's concerning. But you should be able to come in against Louisiana Lafayette, get your feet wet, get settled. Maybe you don't do it for 60 minutes, but you should be able to do it the duration of the game. Uh, that that's that's what I want. But but like I said, every position you're going to look at, you're going to make opinions, you're going to judge for season long outturn uh, outlook. But how UK stops the run is the biggest thing for me. Yeah, I just want you to know if your name is Brooks, you can also open a library in Shawshank Redemption. That's our Yates. Oh, come on. You don't like how do you not enjoy a Shawshank Redemption reference? Do you not like Shaw I mean, are you not from this country? Do you not or this world? Do you not like Shawshank? I'm okay with I'm okay with it. You're okay with it? No, you're, right. you're 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 okay with you're okay with getting pancakes if you were waffles. Shawshank is an awesome movie. Yeah, but I'm not going to watch it if it's on unless I want to really invest time into it. Uh-huh. I, I, that's, I, I see it on AMC all the time. I'll watch it for until the commercial break, change the channel because I have no patience and no uh, no, uh, no intention span. And then if I can remember to turn it back by the commercial break, I will. But you can, you got to watch Shawshank. Man. You're talking you're talking one of the top maybe 25 movies all time. They uh, Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm not – I, I'm not crazy about Shawshank. It's not uh, bad, but I'm not. I'm not. We're not going to sit here and talk about it. Oh um, man, I just I don't know what to do with you, man. And you know, I mentioned UK secondary and how a lot of them are going to be young. You're going to to see a, a really talented wide receiver too in Jamal Robinson. He's six foot four. He's a big guy, uh, not as big as the guy that could be guarding him in Chris Westry. And that's another thing I want to see on on Saturday is who do they put on Jamal Robinson because that's going to tell you most likely who UK's number one cornerback is going to be, who's going to be considered the lockdown corner as the season goes on. So who gets out on Jamal Robinson, the big six-foot-four receiver who had 1,000 yards last season? Or I don't know if he had 1,000 yards last season, but it was close. I'm, 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 I'm looking to see if he did. No, he did not. Not even close. Um, what I was reading was a prediction that he'd have a thousand. Yeah, he had two hundred sixty yards receiving yeah. last year. So, so scratch, <laughs> scratch that. But he's going to be a big part of their offense. Um, now I'm now I I'm embarrassed because I was reading a prediction well, for his. Well, Elijah yards. Baker led him in receptions and was second in total in second receiving yards as well as leading him in Elijah rushing yards. Wire. Elijah McGuire. Why am Elijah Baker? That's the kid I used to coach in little league basketball. <laughs> yeah, it um, <laughs> is actually his name. He's a good guard too. But um. But he's but Jamal Robinson's going to be their their main target this season, uh, despite the not so stellar year he had last year. And I do apologize again. Uh, CatsIllustrated.com. We spoke with a Louisiana Lafayette expert, and you can read everything that he had to say about uh, about Jamal Robinson. You couldn't ask he, him to come on the show, could you? He predicted a thousand yard season. Uh, so my mistake. Uh, yeah, you see him have 200 yards last season. You wonder that's that's a pretty big leap there, Trevor. I'm trying to. I'm 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 interesting to know when's the last time Louisiana Lafayette had a thousand yards, especially under Coach Mark Hunsmith, who even though he's won nine games in a row, four straight years, is a primary running guy. I mean, a thousand yards in receiving in college is 
that's a pretty good task. I mean, oh, that's, it is. I mean, that's uh, by the way, the last one to do it was Jabone Lawson in 2011. Ooh, for Louisiana Lafayette. Yes, that's the last thousand yard receiver they had. Interesting. Uh, okay, so you know whether or not he gets a thousand yards, uh, I don't know. But he is a big receiver. He's going to be a red zone target, assuming Louisiana Lafayette gets into the red zone, puts himself in a position, uh, and he's going to likely be covered by young receivers. So I am I am curious to see who they match up on him. Do you go Chris Westry, who is bigger than he is, which is rare for a cornerback to be bigger than a big wide receiver? You, you, you maybe do. Uh, there's a lot of questions about UK's offense, too. Can they establish a running game? I don't see a reason why they shouldn't. And can Patrick Tolles be consistent? And Trevor, something that you've been saying all summer, has he improved on his decision-making? Does he know when to run? Does he know when to throw the ball away? Uh, and sometimes you don't take hits and you just throw the ball away because it's a long season and you can't put yourself in a position to get hit time after time. So decision-making on offense will be a big thing I'm going to look for on Saturday. No, I, I agree as well. I mean, and you've got it. In some cases, I think maybe last year, the sporadic running games inconsistency. And obviously, as we mentioned, I mean, there was use. Is, is it when UK's running backs, if they weren't getting 70 yards touchdown runs, they were, were going negative seven on all their runs. So I think that a lot of times got into Toll's head in terms of needing to do more than he should have to do with the ball in his hands. In term, and especially, in, and when I mean that, I mean referencing supposedly, mostly taking off with the ball when too early, earlier than he needed to be. Yeah. And, you know, be a little more patient back there. Trust your receivers to get open. I mean, you got a guy like Boom. Boom Williams can play like he did two of the last three games of the season. Hell, if he plays at 60% that level, it's going to make things so much easier on Patrick Patterson in this passing game. Patrick Tolles, Patrick excuse me. Patterson? I'm screwing names up constantly. Patrick today. Patterson's coming in to play quarterback for Kentucky? Well, if that's the case, you might want to run more of an option attack. Yeah. Um, no, Hell, put I him do. at wide receiver. I do agree with you. And this is first game of the season, so you can't. Uh, you know, I remember in UK's first game last year, Braylon Hurd had like two carries for 100 yards and two touchdowns. So you can't take a ton away from from the first game. But I am curious how they're going to mix up the run uh, the running back duties and who gets the majority of the carries. Is it a hot hand sort of thing? Is it clearly Stanley Boone Williams who is listed as the starter? Does he get 70 percent or 60 percent of the carries, and then JoJo and, and Miguel Horton split what's left of that? I'm curious how they how they split that up because uh, that will be indicative, most likely, to what they're going and to. Again, let's not forget Louisiana's defense is not very good, as I mentioned. I mean, it's a team that gave up over 400 yards offense last year. No, they're, they're almost not good. 270 on the air on average, almost 150 on the ground on average. So, even with the question marks for Kentucky's offense going in, and I don't know if the question marks are as huge as maybe some might consider. I'm more and more, I guess, confident. I guess my confidence in Patrick Toll's progression is a little more than even some Kentucky fans, which is weird because I don't like Kentucky. But I, this game should be a game where, I don't know, in some cases you may even be a little overhyped going into South Carolina because the offense may look even better than it possibly already already is at this point in the season because of the competition of defense you're going against. That worries me, too, going against South Carolina, because I don't want you to – if Kentucky goes into South Carolina thinking, oh, our offense is clicking on all cylinders. Look what we put on you at Louisiana. We did this, we did that, we moved it well. It's not going to be that easy going into South Carolina. Louisiana's defense, offensively, they can hang with you, and that's going to be the biggest issue. So that's why Kentucky can't turn the ball over, obviously. But offensive, but defensively, they're so bad that Kentucky should be able to have their way at will. Yeah, I uh, 
I, I think they should. And Louisiana Lafayette, they lost two starters on the defensive line. Um, and who is going to play, who's going to get the most minutes there. Supposedly the coaching staff isn't sure. It's going to be a rotation of maybe six or seven guys. So UK should be able to establish on the ground, and like you mentioned, should make things easier for Patrick Tolls. We'll make predictions on on who we think wins this game tomorrow. Uh, we'll talk more about it tomorrow. We'll, we'll key in on some players that we didn't talk about. We, we kind of focused mostly on the defense. Um, and we'll also we'll, we'll break down Louisville's game too. Trevor, are you – Getting nervous for for Louisville against Auburn? No, no, I wouldn't say. Ner- I mean, no, I, I, my nervousness hasn't increased uh, more, not as much so as my anticipation has. I mean, I'm, I'm as nervous as I was when the game was announced, uh, but my anticipation is obviously doubling each day as we get closer to the game. Yeah, I'm. I'm just excited for football in general. Yeah, I I'm kind of anxious for games I don't even care about. <laughs> like I'm, I'm very curious to watch South Carolina just to get a better idea of what UK is going to be heading into next week. I, I think that's what happens when you haven't seen any football, college football, since January. I think people are starting to get a little stir crazy. <laughs> Yates is on a roll, by the way. Yates just texted me, Patrick Patterson would throw too many picks, and then he, t- and he tagged it with the YouTube clip of Patterson eating his booger. <laughs> Oh, I get it. I guess so did I. I get it now. It took me a second to realize the joke too, but I so I said Yates is on a roll. That's a good. That's a good one, Yates. Uh, but it'll you know there there it's going to be a lot of fun things to look for, and I, I do you know we're, we're I'm I'm sounding awfully confident Kentucky's going to get the win. They should. Well, you gave me uh, fifty-seven points in the spread. I never Eve that number's gone up every time. The spread has moved to seventeen, and I even saw one website have it at seventeen and a half. Uh, which seems a little high. Um, Trevor, I've got a cough. Go on and talk. Uh, 17 points. Uh, one, I probably would not touch this spread at 17, but if a gun to my head and you made me choose, I'd probably, ta- I'd probably take Kentucky in the 17. I, I, I don't really want to touch it because I feel like Kentucky's going to win the game circa 17 to 24 point anyway. So I, I'd like to stay away from a game where I, I, I see the line landing on about the spot where I predict the final score at. Yeah, um, 17 and a half is getting – that's getting a little high. I think Kentucky should still still cover that, but not as confident as back when it started at what, Trevor, 13? Yeah, 13, I'd take Kentucky all day long. Like I said, I, 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 I see them winning this game around 17 or 20 – between 17 okay. and 24. So I mean, and, and some and some concerns are: what if Kentucky's offense is just lines a slow out of the gate? Yeah. What if they 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 get they don't move the ball as well as really towards the end of last season? Kentucky's offense wasn't all that great. What if that carries over? What if things with Shannon Dawson haven't meshed just yet? I'm more concerned of the shootout possibility of the Kentucky not stopping the, even even with Brooks Hawk at quarterback. Uh, I'm more concerned with it becoming. Too much of a somewhat shootout with Kentucky unable to slow down the, the the raging Cajun run game whatsoever, as well as even maybe the passing game. For all we know, Brooks is the next Joe Montana. So that that's that's what concerns me. And the Kentucky's offense does, and I feel they're going to put up points regardless. And if this game is not covered a seventeen point spread, I, I see it being like a forty five to thirty four type game. You you think they could put up thirty four points? Kentucky's defense can be as as bad as I I know it can be. Yeah, ooh, I feel it could I don't be. Can, I, ooh, I don't. That's that's again. That's a worst case scenario. 
he'd be pretty steamed if he gave up 34 points to Louisiana Lafayette, and Kentucky fans would not be happy about it. Well, I didn't um, think they would. <laughs> we'll talk more about that. I don't think it's going to happen for what it's worth. We'll talk more about that later on. We need to take a commercial break. It's 5 o'clock. When we come back, we're going to do some Throwback Thursday trivia. You won't want to miss it. And, uh, yeah, that, that's, that, that, I think that's all we got. And we've got, we're going to talk Louisville, Auburn. We've got some other things to talk about, but that's what we're going to get to immediately after these commercial breaks. So stick around here on 1450 The Sports Bus. TJ Walker. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. Uh, I use the side door. That way Lumberg can't see me. <laughs> and uh, after that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. Uh, space out? Yeah. I just stare at my desk. But it looks like I'm working. I do that for uh, probably another hour after lunch, too. Presented by Allen Electric. I'd say in a given week, I probably only do about 15 minutes of real, actual work. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. A real gangster type player plays his cards right. A real gangster type player never runs his mouth. We're back here at 1450 The Sports Buzz. It's time for Throwback Thursday Trivia, Trevor. Let's get to it. It's that time. What time is it? Damn time. What we gonna do right here is go back, way back, back into time. Are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? So ya thought ya might like to go to the show. Contestants, good luck. Now, question number one. Who discovered America? Dick York? Dude, if you have to ask, you'll never know. Okay, a simple wrong would have done just fine. All right, your first question. 1588. That is correct. All right, Trevor, you're probably wondering if if it's going to be the old school throwback Thursday trivia or the new school. <laughs> And it will be the new school one. Oh, sweet. Alma Maters. Alma Maters. So here's how we'll play. I will say a person. And Trevor just has to tell me Thursday where they went to school. You play along at home. You let us know how you do. If you beat Trevor, he'll give you a prize. <laughs> you can win an autographed picture of me. Oh. Uh. <laughs> uh. Um, all right. So Nudity in the ready? picture is optional. Yeah, if, and also, if you can, Trevor, you'll be able to figure out this theme pretty easily, but let me know when you figure it out, okay? Okay, I got you. All right, where did your boy, Bobby Petrino, go to school? Uh, Bobby Petrino went to, I should know this, um, 
It's a small school, obviously. I want to say like Wabash University or something like that. Starting off with a loss. Are you mental? He played, I'm assuming he went to Carroll, Montana. Carroll, I knew it was some small, I knew it was some, obviously a small school. I, I shouldn't, I, I was looking at that just the other day too. So, yeah, Lord. <clears throat> Come on, get your head in the damn game. Not a great start. Okay, tell me where the Gus bus, Gus Malzahn, went to college. <laughs> Why are we doing coaches? No one gives a bleep where coaches went to college. Trevor, uh, you sound like you're mad, bro. Uh, I am the smartest man well, alive. I- no, no, I'm not, actually. <laughs> you can't play that when you get it wrong. I, I, was trying to, I was trying to get some of them loaded up while I was doing this so I can have them ready. Uh, and it actually played. Um, Gus Malzone went to, um, don't have Yates texting me. Yates isn't texting me. I'm not looking it up. I'm, I'm, you obviously didn't get this one right. No, so I mean, somewhere in Texas, I would guess. Okay. So what's your guess? Um, somewhere in Texas isn't a school. <laughs> uh, Rice University. No, he went to Arkansas and then Henderson State, which is in Arkansas as well. So Quit. I, I gave you two options there. You anymore, got man. All right. Now tell me where Mark Stoops went to school. Um, you, should know, you should know this. I don't know coaches. I don't. It's a fairly big school. Um, I know he made his name in Florida. Um, no, Arkansas? No, 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 no. I'm thinking he's, of Bob Stoops, by the way. Yeah, you're right. When he's, I a, he's a Midwestern guy. Uh, Kansas State. Nope. Idaho. Big Ten. Big Ten. Iowa. Iowa. That's correct. But is it really? It, right. <laughs> it, it is Iowa. You should have known that. Uh, but you got it I wrong. So, so play the. <laughs> nope. Don't play that because you didn't get it right, Trevor. You got it wrong. You're over three to start today. Yeah, if I know you guys, I'm gonna start looking up more, reading more coaches' history. I, I'm, I'm players. I don't do coaches. Okay. Well, they're they're. Or there, there will be some players. Watch later me get on all here. the players wrong too, and me running my mouth right now. <laughs> Where did Alfred Payton go to school? Alfred Payton went to Louisiana Lafayette. There you go. Be anyone stupider than? Oh, whoops! I'm, I'm so used to playing the wrong answers. <laughs> Had the wrong one there. Sorry. Here we go. I am the smartest man alive. I got like twelve sound bites in front of me. I'm trying to go through them properly. Finally got, so what, you've gotten one right, three wrong? Yeah, yeah, but I got the only player one right, so. Okay, where did Earl Bennett go to college? Uh, Wide receiver for the Bears went to, I know this is wrong. I know he didn't go to Abilene Christian. uh, No, no, where'd you get that? He went to Vanderbilt. Oh, he did? I didn't know. I didn't remember that. That's right, because he was Cutler's roommate. Crap. Oh, you, you missed that one. Oh, wow. That hurts. I'm stupid. You're smart. I was yes. wrong. You were right. <laughs> That's one of my favorite wrong answer ones, by the way. I, li- I like that. <laughs> All right, where did uh, Hoosiers head coach Kelvin, Kelvin Wilson go to college? Kevin Wilson went to... What is our theme, by the way? I've had is it just SEC and Kentucky opponents. If you haven't figured out the theme yet, that's crazy. Yeah, I wasn't really trying, though. Um, Kevin Wilson went to 
See, I don't know the theme song. I don't know where to guess. Because uh, we've had a Big Ten answer. We've had uh, we've had a small school answer. Let's say he started out Oklahoma's offensive coordinator. He made his name before coming to uh, – let's say he played at uh, Illinois. Went to North Carolina. <sighs> Crap. I don't think he's got any damn wrong answer ones I have here. <laughs> you are getting <laughs> – Could there be anyone <laughs> stupider than me? I don't think so. Not today, Trevor. Oh. You're getting roasted. What is the theme, by the way? I haven't figured this out. Here's a softball. Where did Jeff Brom go to college? Shut up. I hate you. <laughs> Where did he go to college? Sure, you got to answer. Louisville. <laughs> All right. You got one. Play. Uh, you needed a confidence booster. Uh, do I have the right answer? I am the smartest man alive. Uh, there's a reason why I, I, I pulled aside like nine wrong answers, only one right or two right answer ones. So I probably was now, aware of this. Where did Captain Munnerlin go to school? Uh, South Carolina. Correct. There you go. Victor! Victor! I got my, I got my players. I'm a a two out of three on the players. Getting a a little momentum. Where did Larry Fedora go to college? Oh, crap. (laughs) Here comes the coach. Uh, I know he coaches at North Carolina. I know he coached at Southern Miss. Uh, I'll assume he went to, um, South Carolina. This was a tough one. I feel bad. Uh, no, you it, don't. <laughs> I, I, I really. I, you I have do. you have no feelings whatsoever. <laughs> Where I mean, just take if you can guess what state he played college in. I'll, I'll give you one because I didn't Nevada. I, actually, I didn't know the answer to this. Uh, no, it's in it's in Texas called Austin College. So stupid. That was a tough one. I feel bad about that one. All right, and then your the the final one, the tenth one, which we usually get. We we go away from the theme. But based on but since I don't know the theme, it's irrelevant. <laughs> based on his performance last night, Matt Fondy became the broke the record for most goals in a, ski, a season for USL. He had a hat trick last night. Uh, he is unbelievable. I, I doubt he'll be in Louisville next year because he's so good. Uh, what state is he from? I'm not going to ask you college. What state is Matt Fondy from? He's got long locks of hair. California. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> For the record, I was going to guess California before you said the long locks of hair thing. How'd you? What, what made you want to go California there? I just think soccer, nice weather, play year round. <laughs> it was California or Florida, to be honest with you. <laughs> so nobody. If you, when you said state, if you hadn't said state, I might have guessed. Obviously, I could have gone out of the country. So there's no. You you couldn't pick up the theme. Could anybody pick up the theme? I don't know. You were all over the place. You had North I Carolina. The, I I think the theme was pretty easy. Is the, is the theme based on the the candidates of the of the question, or is it the answer? Sometimes it's both. So or sometimes it's both, but generally it's always the the can the 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 person that I'm asking. No, it's sometimes it's both. Sometimes it's where they went to school is the theme. Sometimes it's the person themselves. I mean, this theme is more confusing than my Canadian women's musician theme. The theme here was all these people either have local ties and are playing tonight. And we had answers that were Vanderbilt. We had answers that were Indiana. We had an answer um, that wasn't Western Kentucky, but we asked the Western Kentucky head coach. Um, and then we asked Kentucky head coaches where they went, um, Louisville, their opponents. So we asked where Malzahn went to yeah. went to college. Uh, we asked where somebody that went to Louisiana Lafayette, now where their head coach went to college, because 
I, I, you wouldn't have gotten that. No way, Jose. No, I'd so, bear, I'm just lucky I know his name. So, yeah, that, that was the theme. Just people that in this local area are familiar with. I don't like that theme. Oh, well, I can tell you didn't do very well. I, gotta, I don't like that thing. I think we should take a vote. Uh, that that you got a you got a you got a three or a four, so I can understand that you didn't like the theme. I think that I think the theme should be straight, like either the night of, you know, or just a certain team or a conference or yeah, I, that that was too all over the map on that one in terms of the theme. Oh, well, it it yeah, I, I would have figured you would have you would have gotten it. A lot of the games that were tonight, UNC, South Carolina were tonight. We touched on that. Uh, and then Vandy, Western Kentucky, and then we did Kentucky and Louisville. Plus, I'm not a fan of all these coaches where they went and, to school. No one knows where a coach problems. goes to school. Not even the well, coach knows where he went to school half the time. Okay. Uh, well, we need to head to commercial break. We'll be right back here on 1450 The Sports Buzz. One final segment. Was police watchers roll up and try knocking us? One knee I duck, could it be my time is up? With my luck, I got up. The cops again, bust out glass, burst of fiend drops as Heineken. Ricocheting between the spots that I'm hiding in, blacking out, tossed back, getting hit. This is my hood, I'm a rap to the death of it. To everybody, come on. You're listening to the Sports Talker with T.J. Walker. I could come back later, Mr. Harkin. Oh, no, no, no. It's just uh, parent stuff. It, it seems that our youngest, Chris, was on something called acid and was firing a bow and arrow into a crowd. Mm. You know how kids are. Presented by Allen Electric. The Sports Buzz, one final segment on this Thursday afternoon. Sports Talker with TJ Walker is brought to you by Out Electric Kentucky and his first and only electrician dedicated to give them to residential call repairs. All 636 help for any electrical service. Out Electric will never leave you in the dark. One final segment here after Trevor just got destroyed on Throwback Thursday trivia there in the last segment. Rough go about for you there, buddy. Yeah, that was not my uh, most uh, accomplished moment. Again, it's co- it's coaches, dude. No one. Listen, I, I I know alma maters as good as anybody. And I, by the way, I think I got what all but one player. And I, that was an, a moronic guess by me. I don't. I think I was com- I was confusing Bears wide receivers. I was thinking of Johnny Knox, who did go to Abilene Christian, the Texas small Texas school, uh, it, with their old was their old uh, Bennett, who was the roommates with Jake Other Vanderbilt. So uh, that. It was okay on the players, coaches. I don't know. I don't know coaches. I mean, I just, obviously, yeah, but I don't. Like, a, but like Mark Stoops, you should know. I why mean, why by, should I know? Did you know before before you looked it up? Yes, yes, I knew that he went to Iowa. Yeah, I, I knew that he went to Iowa. Bobby Petrino, your head coach, you should know where he went to college. I know where Petrino went. <laughs> that count. I know he played varsity basketball with uh, Dr. J. Now. Where Larry Fedora went, no, you shouldn't know that. What were saying, Kevin Wilson at Indiana, you should know where he went. Why? I'm lucky to know where he comes from. You should know those, the local coaches, and where their where their head coach. You don't win more than four games this year. You can go be their coach anyway next year. Oh. (laughs) 
dropping bombs. <laughs> so I'm just saying, just being honest. You, sh- you should have, the local guys, you should know, because you work in the station where you were hearing so many different radio shows throughout the day. That that's uh, in the in the three years you should have probably picked up on that, but uh, it's all right. You'll get them next week, Trevor. I'm do, I'm, I'm next week. You know, I'm pr- I promise you. I'm this entire week from today until this time next Thursday. I will be on the reference page, MLB reference, NFL reference, Pro Football, whatever you want to call it. Or you know what reference page I'm talking about? I watch that. That's probably the only internet page I go to more than porn. And I'm going to go on that and I'm going to memorize. I'm going to learn where all these coaches went to in Division One footballs. And basketball, I'm gonna learn it. I'm I'm gonna be on ne- next week. I'm gonna be d- dropping bombs on you. Well, you should um, you should do that. And you're also gross and weird. Uh, <laughs> the official PT picks of the week come tomorrow. Yes, they come tomorrow. It'll be it'll be a good time. They're finally back. We're gonna win you some money this year. And, and Big Bag Dave will also be helping out. Uh, but Trevor. Well, I'm going to throw you some games tonight, give you some spreads. You're you're just going to tell me what you like. These are not the PT picks of the week. We'll do this a little practice. These, are, these, are, these are the bacon bets. This is a neutral site game in Charlotte. Uh, South Carolina giving two points to North Carolina. Who do you like there? I like South Carolina minus two and a half. I think I like North Carolina, and I certainly like the under at 63 and a half. That seems awfully high. Uh, the um, over-under, I had to do more homework into to picking. I'm, I've never been the best on over-unders, but I would – yeah, it's a t- obviously it's a tough one when you're talking two and a half, but I would take South Carolina minus two and a half. I like South Carolina to open this game up strong. They always play well against North Carolina, if I'm not mistaken, as well. So Western Kentucky given two and a half in Nashville. Uh, probably going to be more Western Kentucky fans there. They're giving two and a half over under sixty two. What do you where do you like there? Oh, toppers, toppers win this game by ten points or more. I, Vanderbilt's just awful. I'm sorry, and it's that's that's no toppers win this game. They're a better team. Point yeah, blank. they they're Vanderbilt's not. They're not good. They suck. Michigan, Utah, Jim Harbaugh, the weirdo of college football. Does he start his college football career or his his relaunch of his college football career with a loss? Utah given five and a half. Uh, Utah surprised, I think, some people. Devontae Booker, maybe one of the better running backs in the country for the Utes. But Michigan, listen, Michigan, it wasn't about talent for the last couple of years under uh, under that regime. It, it was the recruiting classes were some of the best they'd ever had. And I think Harbaugh brings that out of that recruiting class. I like Michigan plus six in this game. I think if, even if they, I, I like them to win outright, but if they lose, by I'm going with the points. I I think Utah wins there. Um, I don't think they cover though, but I think they win. TCU Minnesota, Minnesota at home, and they're going to get 17 points. TCU's offense, they're obviously great. Uh, a lot of people are locking TCU into the college football playoffs. Can they win by more than 17 opening game in Minnesota? <laughs> Minnesota. Uh, this game scares me to death in terms of gambling because on one hand, TCU could come in kind of inflated against a, I don't say bad Minnesota because it's not a bad team, but above average, I think is a safe way to, to put the, the, the Gophers. Not a, not a great, don't do a lot of things great, but don't do anything poorly. I wouldn't touch this game if I had to play some, if I, if you gave me the option, but if I had to pick a side, I would, I'm going to take TCU minus 17. I'm going to take the confidence they come in making a statement on the road in this game, opposed to the latter term of them being uh, inflated and maybe uh, coming in a little over oversold on their own headlines. TCU wins. I like Minnesota to cover. That's too much at home opening game of the season. Probably going to be a sold-out stadium. 
And then you've got some homework tonight, Trevor, as we're running out of time on the show today. Okay, what's what's my assignment tonight? Because I know you're an insomniac. Watch Colorado at Hawaii. The game starts at 1 a.m. Eastern time. I probably will, to be honest with you. I don't want to – you don't have to tell me anything that happens, but just watch it because (laughs) you're up anyways. And let me know the quality of football you know, there you, out on Honolulu. I can promise you this. Tomorrow, there will be at least a three-minute segment where I break down Colorado and Hawaii. Sounds good to me. I'm all for it. We'll be live out of Thornton's. Trevor, where's the location? 202 East 10th Street. You come over the Kennedy Bridge, and you get off at exit 1, and you cannot miss it. It's, go to the light. Go. It's right there next to Walgreens across from, from uh, Dairy Queen. Just get go straight into the light and take your first right immediately into the gas station. Stop in, get some Stone Pilot tickets, Billy Idol. Stone Temple Indiana, Pilots. Temple Stone Temple Pilots, Billy Idol, Indiana University football tickets. We're going to be. Can you name one Billy Idol, Idol song, by the way? Yeah, I can. We're running out of time, but I can name plenty of Billy Idol name me, songs. Name me three Billy Idol songs. Go, real quick. Rebel Yell, White Wedding, Moaning, Moaning. <laughs> Look at that. I'm impressed. I looked it up. I could have <laughs> named, I could have probably named one. Uh, we're out of time. We'll see you tomorrow, 1450 Tell me how to run my life when they say I'm going wrong and I swear I'm going right. Come on. High time sitting by the river, got my old shotgun fishing pole.